today's guest, Jan Bambas, Global Head Advocacy and Associations at Scheffler Automotive Aftermarket. And we can see that also the whole process is driven partially by regulations, but uh, we see more and more the role for the business uh, because it's not only a challenge and it's not only a, a hygiene, a must for companies, but it's also opportunity. Uh, and that's why we like to, uh, to transform and to make our uh, business greener, to make our products greener, uh, not to greenwash, but uh, uh, in principle, uh, change our, our business uh, and bring it to the next uh, level. Tech Talk, the automotive aftermarket podcast. Hello and welcome to our new Tech Talk Aftermarket podcast episode. Today we are dealing with one of the biggest topics of the aftermarket right now, sustainability. Our guest, Jan Bambas from Scheffler, is the perfect fit for that. We talked about the sustainability goals of Scheffler Aftermarket and where they are currently at in their roadmap, why it is important to set ambitious goals, why sustainability can only be achieved in collaboration with their partners, which also means sharing best practices along the whole aftermarket value chain, and why sustainability will be one of the key KPIs for parts manufacturers in the future. Jan's a real expert, giving us great insights into Scheffler's sustainability strategy. So without further ado, let's jump right into the podcast. Hi guys, and welcome to the next Tech Talk straight here from Automechanica Frankfurt. And we now have a very interesting guest. It's Jan Bambas from Scheffler and the even more interesting topic we talked a lot about the topic with the, uh, the other guests we had so far the topic is sustainability but first Jan uh, thanks for joining us today for taking the time could you first introduce yourself a little bit what are you doing at Scheffler and what are your current topics thank you very much for the invitation first of all and secondly uh, also uh, we value a lot uh, the partnership with Tech Alliance uh, uh, not only on the side of uh, the customer uh, and uh, uh, supplier uh, perspective, but also as a shareholder of Tech Alliance. So my role at Scheffler is uh, dual, I would say, uh, these days. I represent the uh, division uh, Scheffler Automotive Aftermarket. And uh, at our headquarters, I lead uh, all the work uh, on advocacy and associations, uh, our presence around the world. And since this year, uh, I'm also representing uh, the topic of sustainability. I coordinate the sustainability topics uh, within the aftermarket division. So obviously it's not only me. We have a team of colleagues uh, that are working uh, in different uh, work streams on the material side, production and processes, as well as on product side. Yes, and sustainability uh, within Scheffler is a very big topic. As far as I know, you set two ambitious goals. One would be due in 2030 and uh, the second step would be 2040. Can you tell us a bit more about, about those? That is correct. Uh, obviously, uh, if you want to define your strategy uh, on such a vast uh, topic, uh, you also need to see uh, what you want to reach, what you want to achieve. Uh, so in principle, last year in November, we have set uh, two important uh, goals for us. Uh, one milestone is 2030, uh, where we would uh, completely decarbonize uh, our production Uh, if for those uh, that are knowledgeable, it's scope one and two. Uh, that includes also, for, for instance, the electricity and heat that we purchase from external suppliers. And by 2040, we would like to completely decarbonize uh, the value chain uh, upstream. 
that's uh, the scope-free upstream. So in principle, uh, whatever materials uh, and services uh, that we are purchasing uh, uh, from our partners up uh, the value chain. Which one is the more difficult? I, I expect the second one be, will be far more difficult for you. That is correct. Uh, so in principle, between 2030 and 2040, uh, the 75% of the emissions uh, upstream mm -hmm. need to be decarbonized. Uh, uh, and uh, yes, it depends on the portfolio and the business of that particular supplier. Speaking about Scheffler, uh, most of the products are made of steel. And as you can expect, the, the material side uh, uh, for in, uh, as, when in terms of emissions comes from the steel, aluminium and few uh, of uh, the materials. So the core will have to be done in that decade between 2030 and 2040, as I said, uh, roughly 75%. Yes, and do you work together with external partners or do you have some, some guidance from associations in this? Definitely. Uh, without that, uh, it will not be possible. Uh, especially uh, speaking about the upstream side, uh, when I mentioned our suppliers, our partners, uh, this is a collaborative uh, work. Uh, we cannot do that uh, uh, on our own because uh, we are purchasing from other companies. Uh, uh, so uh, we as Scheffler believe that the collaborative approach is the right one. We would like to give our hand. So we are starting with the transparency. So we need uh, to have a better uh, idea of uh, where the emissions come from, uh, from the materials and from the transportation and other processes, also upstream. And then uh, we are ready to support uh, our suppliers uh, to, to uh, address uh, those uh, emissions uh, and uh, find the right levers uh, mm -hmm. and initiatives that will help to decarbonize uh, the full upstream uh, cycle. And on the way to 2030 or 2040, so what are the steps which has alre have already been uh, finalized from your side? So uh, starting uh, with the scope one and two on the production side and then what we, for instance, purchase, uh, we have uh, a number of initiatives already. Uh, already last year, in 2021, we have actually uh, managed to decarbonize uh, completely uh, all the plants, all the sites in Europe. That's quite an achievement. Uh, if the job is not yet finished, by, uh, so we expect that uh, by 2024 already we will be able to have, for instance, uh, fully uh, renewable electricity that is purchased by Scheffler Group. So in principle, uh, 2025, uh, we should be reaching 75% uh, uh, on the scope one and two, and then the, the remaining part uh, on by 2030. But uh, I can mention, for instance, uh, uh, renewable energy or energy efficiency. For energy efficiency itself, uh, uh, there is uh, approximately 200 different measures that are put in place. Uh, uh, last year, we managed to get to 57 gigawatt hours uh, of, uh, uh, of decrease uh, in energy consumption. Uh, and we should uh, continue our efforts uh, to reach the 100 gigawatt hours uh, as planned uh, by, uh, by, uh, yeah, by the, our set target. And uh, one thing that's for sure, you're not alone in this journey. Most of the big guys, the big manufacturers, they set ambitious goals for themselves. But how about smaller manufacturers? How can they compete on that? Or how ca could they reach climate uh, neutrality? I would say there are, uh, there are two options, two, two uh, streams that uh, are valuable in this regard. One is uh, maybe to, to, to see and and the big uh, suppliers are ready to help, or even the smaller ones. We have different partnerships. Uh, so I believe that uh, we can lead by example uh, on that front. Uh, and that's why we are also trying to be uh, maybe even more transparent than the other companies, because that's uh, our value uh, at Scheffler. 
Uh, and secondly, there's a role for the associations. And uh, part of my role is, is also to, to represent Scheffler different uh, associations around the world uh, and, or support the colleagues that uh, are attending the working groups and meetings uh, from the expert point of view. But uh, yes, uh, sharing the best practices uh, mm. is important. Uh, we have, uh, I believe, uh, I can say, launched, uh, started certain initiative uh, this week uh, uh, on sustainability for the automotive aftermarket where we would like to liaise uh, with the partners uh, across the value chain. So we met uh, with the wholesalers uh, up to the workshop level uh, because that's a collaborative approach. Uh, without that, it will not work. And on top of that, uh, we have uh, also companies like Tech Alliance uh, or Caruso, which are supporting those processes uh, uh, in different ways uh, with information data. And that's also uh, needed uh, in order to, to decarbonize and achieve our goals. Definitely. And when uh, sustainability is the bigger picture, how does circular economy fit in there? Because we had a talk with Maria Bonelli from uh, C-Echo. She was here as well. Uh, circular economy uh, is, is a great topic. Many people see it as an environmental uh, concept. Uh, it is not. Uh, it's an economic theory in principle. It's about the material uh, efficiency, but uh, there is uh, definitely a great value add of circular economy, not only for the business, but uh, also in terms of our climate path and, and decarbonization. Because if you look at uh, some of the processes so that we can give products a second, third, fourth life, that we can reuse uh, the currently uh, used products, uh, or we can recycle so that we can uh, put the materials back into the processes of production. Uh, that has a very concrete, uh, direct impact uh, mm -hmm. also uh, on, on climate uh, efforts. And uh, what role do you think will electrification play in all of this? Because when you see electric vehicles, okay, lesser parts, different parts, but certainly more expensive, labor-intensive parts, so it would be more worth bringing them back in the circular economy. Definitely. We, we show it uh, at our stand. Uh, we have a nice interactive panel, uh, and uh, especially for the scope uh, free downstream. So basically looking at the usage phase, uh, one of uh, the, the topics uh, and themes that we are showing is also e-mobility. The technological side is, again, another uh, opportunity how we can uh, get on the climate uh, path and uh, uh, for, let's say for the whole world uh, with climate uh, uh, Paris Agreement uh, and uh, which speaks about the year 2050 as the key milestone but also for us internally that uh, we see the role for technological side, we see the role for circular economy and material uh, uh, efficiency. And sustainability topic, basically, I guess the, the whole market understood by now that it is something which needs to be done and it's, uh, in, it will come. But many still see it as a burden. But you could also see it as a room for opportunity for many of the players. It is fully, fully valid for Scheffler. Uh, yes, there is certain hygiene. Uh, and we can see that also the whole process is driven uh, uh, partially by regulations. But uh, we see more and more the role for the business uh, because it's not only a challenge and it's not only a, a hygiene, a must for companies, but it's also yeah. opportunity. Uh, and that's why we like to, uh, to transform and to make our uh, business greener, to make our products greener, uh, not to do grain, uh, brain, uh, sorry, greenwash, but uh, uh, in principle, uh, change our, our business uh, 
uh, for, and bring it to the for next uh, level. Definitely. And before we uh, finish our little chat, one last question. I ask one last question. I ask everybody when we meet again at Automechanica 2030. So in eight years' time, I know this will be one of your one of your your first finish line and in your initiative. What will be the topics we will talk about then? Uh, that is correct, and I hope to be uh, maybe sitting here uh, still with the Scheffler uh, logo on my back. Uh, uh, I believe that uh, that's only part of it. Uh, yes, it will become uh, inherent part of our business. We have certain goals to, to, to achieve. At the same time, uh, the whole market is undergoing a major transformation uh, in, in, on different uh, uh, fronts. And uh, we look now what is going on with uh, the energy, uh, what is going on with the commodities, what is going on uh, on the transportation side, on the supply chain. So I believe that uh, there is really an uh, opportunity to, to, to tackle uh, the new market. So maybe the topic uh, of uh, 2030 could be how the new market will look like, how to put Scheffler in the middle of that market. Uh, uh, especially the suppliers will have a role to play with many different stakeholders around it, be it insurance, be it fleets, be it workshops, of course, uh, uh, distributors, uh, uh, be digital companies uh, and uh, uh, last but not least, uh, also the consumers, so we can get closer uh, to that level. And uh, to conclude, uh, at Scheffler, we have launched a climate day uh, a few months ago, and uh, we also wanted to, to integrate uh, the, the employees and, and the people. So when you collected ideas internally. That is correct, and we have collected more than 20,000 ideas that are also helping us to transform our business uh, and not only that, but uh, also transform uh, many processes on personal level. And also so demonstrates that your whole workforce is that behind is correct. this goal. Uh, this uh, whole sustainability culture is an important element uh, and will be the driving force. So I hope that uh, by 2030 we'll have uh, really good examples to show here at Automechanica. Great. So there's a bright or let's say a, a Scheffler green future ahead. Thank you very much, Jan, for taking the time again. And I hope we will catch up soon on your initiative. Thank you for, in for the invitation. Thank you. It was a pleasure. It's a wrap. And I think I didn't promise too much. Very insightful talk with Jan here on the sustainability topic. If you like what you heard, smash that subscribe button and give us a good rating in your podcast app. Head over to YouTube and watch the video version of all our tech talks. And I hope talking to you in the next one. So long, take care and bye-bye.